Welcome to Chronic Curiosity, where real people have real discussions, unscripted and raw, about anything to everything. If you enjoy the show, we ask that you follow, subscribe to the channels, all those things. Also, if you would like to support the show monetarily, you can do so by going to the website chronic-curiosity.com. At the bottom of the page, you can donate in dollars or Bitcoin, or you can go to the shop and purchase some curious merchandise that just happens to be fantastically comfortable. Also, if you'd like to connect with the show, please feel free to shoot us an email, comment on whatever platform you're using, or you can join the forum that is also at chronic-curiosity.com. Interact, ask questions. Let's have some fun. And here we go. The first time we've done that. No. We good now? No, yeah, we're good? We are solid. <laughs> no, we're, no, we're good? Rolling. Rolling. Uh, Rolling. Cool. Can't awesome. we lead that into a song, too? Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Uh oh, we already did one of those episodes. <laughs> Do we the Olympic? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> just I just quoted the music time? the entire time. Yeah. Well, let's hear that or ridiculous movie quotes you fucking throw at me. Gotta have humor. Uh, keep the attention. What's what's life without humor, right? Um, Agreed. Cool. Well, thanks for. I finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> I don't know if he told you how many times I've tried to get you guys on. Uh, he, he said a, a few times. Yeah, and he's like, oh, no, it was no. later. It was later on, though. Like it wasn't. I was like, because if I'd have told her, she'd be like, "We need to go do it." <laughs> but it's, I'm it's, like, let's go, let's go. That anxiety level, you know. I just got to get a control on things. Yeah, got to get a feel for it. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to dive into anything. I, we, are, we already talked about it, but yeah, but but apparently you do. So, which is super interesting. Yeah, Kate and Kyle, thank you for joining us. Um, so you started the whole Fife's Auto detailing. Yeah. And that's really kind of struck me as because obviously we've known each other for a while, but, um, and we talked beforehand, I, you both are kind of very calculated yeah. and, and, you know, whatnot, but you just basically, it seemed like it was like, you know what? Screw this whole career thing. I'm just going for it. Truthfully, it was kind of, it was planned out over a couple of years as well, like with her being in school, I was the only one working. So I was investing money. I'm like, work smarter, not harder. I'm trying to get out of this, uh, cog this, you know, the system, the rat race. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be a part of it anymore. So crypto started taking off and I've picked at ether. When it takes off, I pick, I pick, I pick, I pay off things. That was our goal was I was slowly just picking away at our debts. School loans were paid off. We got the truck paid off. All we have is a house and the blazer. And if they want it, they can come get it. If I can't find a way to make those payments anymore, you can have it. Like, that's just, we're done playing the game. I don't want to be, a, I don't, we, we don't want to be a part of that rat race anymore. I don't. There is an aspect too of it, of <clears throat> being tired of working for somebody else also. You can pull it up. You can move it around. That you are, I, I don't know. It was, we wanted to work for ourselves, have that power and the liberty to, do what we wanted to do flexibility that's a big and one. so yeah. it, it it just kind of worked out i don't it just kind of happened you just kind of stumbled and like finally just was like ah. well i mean i lo- like i love detailing i've got a lot of hobbies that like most people would consider chores like i 
my typical hobbies aren't like house I cleaning. Lo- I love her. <laughs> really, really love cleaning the house. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, like it, it's it's relaxing to me. It something about it's dirty and now it's clean and I feel better about it and gratification I, of watching dirt disappear. Like it's yeah. I yeah. can't explain it, but it is. No, it's I'm... relaxing to me cleaning the house, doing laundry, sitting there folding laundry like it's not a tedious chore to me. I don't mind doing it. We're wired different. I don't know. Like it <laughs> But uh, we do. We I enjoy mowing. I enjoy detailing. I like watching that filthy vehicle just come back to life, and it's the the gratification. And like I'm not a big people person. We all know that. Like I have a very selective hearing or group of people, and that like I stick with them. Uh, I don't venture out much. It's not because I'm I don't I'm not rude or I think you guys know. Like oh, I'm just yeah. quiet. Like uh, very misunderstood. I think is probably the. <sighs> The best way Going to deep on us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, everything you see is surface level. You don't get to see the deep, the funny side. The, Who you are. Yeah. The, you guys have seen. Like, oh, yeah. uh, but well, that's uh, get it. I don't remember where I was going with that now, though. There's a, a gratification and oh. a satisfaction out of taking something that's so dirty, and then it's almost like those pimple po- popping Ooh. videos Ooh. that you don't want to watch. I don't know if I can get gratification out of that. But you're like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's necessarily <laughs> gratifying, <laughs> but but the aspect of like people are like, oh, that's so disturbing. But and you know, some people they just don't enjoy watching or washing their car or cleaning out their car, and there's a satisfaction that at least I know I get out of it that. You know, it's something that was so dirty and now we've made it nice again. Right. And something that somebody can appreciate again and see value in again. And But it's my way of giving back. That's where I was going with that was like, that's how I give back to the community is like, I try to prov- uh, provide a decent service. service or a great service for a decent price. Like, I don't, I, I want you to come back. Uh, it's my way of giving back to the community or providing something to the community without having to like be the center of attention and like rallying against. Does that make sense? Right. Like, I get what you're saying. Well, I, I think too. I can do it in the background without being the center of attention or trying to be the focal point of world. Cause I don't right. like, I don't like to be the center of attention. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you're given a, a, um, a good product at an individual level that people can appreciate. Yeah. And that you appreciate doing. Yeah. Cause I think that's a big piece. Cause I can totally understand the, feeling like a cog because i've had jobs before where it's you know when everything is so structured you know you clock it you have to clock in at 6 a.m and yeah. if it's 6 a.m in one second oh sorry you're late that's tardy that's a mark on your record and no matter it doesn't matter how good of a job you do and when you're part of these big companies which obviously big companies are a necessary evil because there's a lot of people on this planet but it's even if you're doing something Cause I've had jobs that working for a company, like I do, like I do something that's good that, you know, helps the community out in right. a lot of different ways, but even then doing something for yourself and being able to look back, you know, after that day's work, whatever, and go, Oh, this is what I did. Cause I can show you, right. this is what it was. And this is what it is now. We're like working that, that job for that corporation, you know, 40 hours a week, whatever it is like, it's hard to be able to pinpoint after each day. Oh, this is what I did. Well, it's, well, I, you know, I went to work and I, well, I sat in this meeting and then, you know, I filled out this paperwork that I had to do. And then I got this and, but the whole company does this every day. Like the whole company, you know, provides, I don't know, 
you know, water to your household or whatever it is, right. like the whole company, like, but when you go to work and you leave and you're like, what did I do today? I don't know. Yeah, ta tangible results. Like there's something to be said about that. And I remember like, that's why I enjoyed cutting down a tree so much. Yeah. And it's the same thing yeah. that you're talking about. It's the same thing with cleaning a house. Like it's one way and now you saw something change. It doesn't take a year to see that change. And you know, the, I, I actually get to see that in medicine to a small degree where sometimes you just never see that, but I can appreciate and understand all that. And that's, that's cool that there's other people that like to see some <laughs> tangible results right in front of them as they're changing with their own hands. Right. Well, like you said, it's rewarding. So I totally get, I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Cause that's, and we're a society that like we, we strive or uh, we thrive on like gratification. So that's like instant gratification in a, in a positive, it's not yeah. like right, it's not negative of, yeah, you know, or I, I bought the stuff off of Amazon and it got right. delivered to me. That's it's like, it's, like, that's right. where, like where people get, grat maybe that's where people get gratification now. Cause it's like, they buy something. It's like, right. oh, I didn't have it. Now I do. How cool is that? Like, but also I'm paying 20% on my credit cards and I'll yeah. never be able to pay it off. Right. <laughs> uh, but we, we, how did, how did, I guess, how'd you get to that point? Because that's the curious thing for me is seeing people's journeys to like, cause I have lots of hobbies and I, so I can totally relate to that. Like I've even, there's times where, um, I'll, I don't do it too often, but I'll pick up like really in depth, not even jobs. Cause I don't get paid for them. But like if, you know, a family member or something like has a car that breaks down yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, bring it over and I'll take a look at it. And it's like, I can see it like in Cass's eyes where she's like, like she, I can see her like, well, there goes your entire weekend. Like you kind of know that. Right. And it's kind of like, well. Yeah. yeah. But then like when I have this car, like, and I fix it and it's like, Oh, here you go. Like, what do you need? I'm like, nothing. It cost me, you know, 30 bucks for the parts. And right. You know, it's just something to be like, Hey, this thing was broken and now it's not. And now it's like a tangible like change. Right. But that's kind of like a hobby thing. How did you get to the point where you realized I can't do this anymore? And now I'm just going to say, well, I'm not educated. So I didn't have a, you know, it's, I don't have a degree to fall back on. I, I still got bills to pay. So I got to get it done. Like, that's just my attitude. You got to pick something, you got to run with it. And I, that was a passion. I enjoyed doing it. I uh, really got into like the, the, uh, paint correction and like, uh, the buffer work last summer. And I just kind of headphones in just going to town. Like I, I just, I get lost. Like it, it's peaceful. Uh, that was it. I was like, I'm comfortable doing that, that I know that there's money to be made there. And there's a market for it. I'll, let's jump in. And there's like, there's four of us like right off of route three. And there's, there's plenty of business for everybody. That's the market's there. You just got to play in it. Yeah. Got to be willing to take the risk. I just, I got tired of playing the safe life. Like I, <laughs> all my bets have always been like. Sure. bet. yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not living. It's not exciting. I need something more exhilarating. And I, I gotta be, I, I gotta be motivated. And, I feel motivated to do this again, that yeah. I fell into the system and I was no longer motivated. I felt like I'd, I accomplished what I was supposed to accomplish. And there was more hunger there, but there was no, there was nothing else to grasp at. There's no reason to do right. it. So you taking the risk. We were obviously talking before we started that you also said, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> Just jump out. Like, um, are you guys planning on like, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't have to get detailed, but like, is it just, hey, we're just going to figure it out, whatever it is that we enjoy doing. And like, because you recently 
basically said same thing to your corporate kind of job and said, Hey, peace out. I'm done. And I know you they said that there's a lot of different things that added up to that, but it's still the end result's the same where it's now you're both out there without the, the safety umbrella of the corporation. Yeah. And just living. there's a dynamic to this job also. Like you're not seeing, you're not doing the same thing every day. It's not like with Kyle at Morton walking there, hang a bag and pour salt and you're on to the next one. It's not the same repetitive thing. Yes, it's cleaning a car, but every car is different. They all have a, they're all different in the way they clean and services that you're providing. It, it's not always the same. Like everything's constantly changing. And one day you don't have work and then the next day there's three different vehicles rolling. Like it, and you just take it as it's coming right now. I think it's, it's just something we both really enjoyed doing. Like, even in our own cars before we started the business, we both really enjoyed detailing cars. We like to be out there cleaning our vehicles, taking care of them, uh, whether it be inside or outside. And so it just, I don't know, it kind of happened. It felt natural. And he obviously took the first leap in starting it and getting the ball rolling. And But to answer your successful. question, like she's completely gone off topic. <laughs> Like, I mean, that's what this is all about. There yeah. is no topics. Go wherever you want. Yeah, there's we no want topics. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> that is like, we're truly just free floating right now. Whatever comes in, comes in. We're taking it as it comes. And if something, we're not turning away any other opportunities. Like we're taking life as it comes. Like it's the first time we've ever just let it come to us and enjoy the, the now, the re, right. you know, I think there's something to be said for that too. That's just really uh not fascinating but like um exhilarating yeah because we we are we are nowhere i will say i'm nowhere near like the level of just being like ah screw the job like yeah. we're just gonna go for it you know <laughs> um but we kind of did in a sense tony's been a really good influence on me with this too is like doing this right here it's like you know what like we just started it and it was like well, we have these mics we're singing into and making music that we're not really doing anything with. So, I see a mic. I see some drums. Yeah. <laughs> Rock the fuck out of them drums, Dale. Um, Did you touch my drums? <laughs> yeah. But it was like, all right, let's start it. And it was like, and it was like one of those things like, just do something. Yeah. yeah. Or not do something and just step away and just, you know, take it as it comes. And um, we've talked a handful of times about Cass doing, you know, her, you know, physical training things and all the things that she's doing. And it's like, at some point you just got to live right and just go you know what here we go like i'm just, just going to go for it and see what happens and it's really it's nice to like just live well i think there's even that commercial out right now where it's like there's a bunch of people sitting around a table and there's they're all different ages of the same person and it's oh, like yeah. well, what if i make this decision and it's the kid like yeah well, those are actually really good commercials this <laughs> other guy well we got retirement in 5 years everybody has all of these what ifs right when do we stop letting those what ifs control us or stop us from from living and taking those chances and being exhilarated and alive? So I, like I've spent a lot of my life just extremely reserved. And again, everything that I've done was always a thought process. And I felt like I've, I've held myself back in a lot of situations and opportunities that could have been there that are no longer no longer there or, you, you know, you just grow up and it's gone. It is what it is. I was like, I, I just can't. I don't want to live my life with that regret that I didn't take the chance that I should have taken and knew it. And then you just continue to live that regular rat race. And then you retire and you're like, wow, I didn't, 
I didn't get to do anything that I wanted to do, or I didn't, I should have done that when I was 40 years old. And we both looked back on like the last, I don't know, couple years of our lives. And we're like, what happened? Like, where did this time go? (laughs) It just went by so fast. Like life is flying by. And it, to some extent felt like life was moving so fast that I wasn't even in control of where it was headed. I was just grabbing at whatever I could trying to stay on board. And so it got so chaotic in that aspect that you can't do it. You can't live like that. You can't live in that environment and that's, or I couldn't. And that stress. Personally, it wasn't healthy. Like I was getting to a point where I was not operating at a healthy stress level. I had a very, I've never been short fused. I had a temper. Anything would set me off. I'd wake up angry and frustrated and hopeless. And it, it, I was like, I can't do this. This isn't me. This isn't, what is my life become? Is she snapping at me? And she never snaps. Like the woman like, does the one not snap. Slow like, to anger. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know if I've ever seen Kyle even raise his voice. So like, <laughs> like, she, she looks at me or she says what she said. I'm like, Oh, bad day today. Like <laughs> it, was, it just became unhealthy for me to keep operating at that, at that stress level. And it was, I couldn't leave it at work anymore. I was bringing it home and it was starting to consume my life outside of work. And I I just couldn't do that anymore to myself. I mean. I've been there. I I think, I feel like most people have been there at some point. And I think a lot of people don't realize it because how many times have you heard people like just getting out of bed and it's like, fuck, damn, I gotta go, (laughs) I gotta go, I gotta go to work. Yeah. I go to this job. I remember the first time that I, that I realized it was. I had a job that when I woke up in the morning, it wasn't, I didn't have that. That first thought in my head wasn't, fuck, I gotta go to work. It was, oh man, I'm tired, but oh, right. Yep, yeah, gotta go to work. Right. Like, and, and it's, and you, I wasn't in a bad mood from the second I woke up. And when I realized that, it was, holy shit. What have I been doing up until this point? Like, I, I wake up miserable. Like, was it because you, you hated your job or hated being part of the system? Like, the, well, it was because I hated all the, like, okay. it was because like the jobs, you know, just terrible, management. just terrible. Yeah. But the first time, and then eventually I grew into like, why, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not to your point yet. I haven't quit my job, but, and I don't realize like being part, like not everyone has to do, you know, some people, some people really enjoy going right. and, you know, whatever it is being, uh, you know, a, a lumber yard yeah, worker and yeah. loading lumber all day. So right. like, that's great. If you enjoy it, but if, if you're in a place where you don't enjoy, or even it's like, I've, I've said this to myself before too, where it's, I finally got a job and I was like, well, you know, I could see myself retiring from here, mm-hmm. but it was all out of necessity, not out of desire. Right. So then even then when like, I'm saying that in my head thinking like, oh, this is really cool that I'm at a place that I feel like I can retire from or whatever it might be. Or like, I, I don't hate going to this job. Still, it's like, wait a minute. That's, that's a, that I've, I've been conditioned at this point to where that's a good thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, I don't hate this. Yeah. Like what? Like I didn't say, man, I love this job. It's, well, I don't hate this. Right. <laughs> like, so like you tolerate it. Right. So that's, that's what I spend, you know, minimum 40 hours a week doing. Right. I spend more time doing that than I am, you know, with my family or doing the things that you enjoy doing. It's like when you realize like I'm spending more time on average doing something that, well, I don't hate it. Yeah. Than anything else. 
when you have that realization, it's like, okay, maybe I need to do something different here. <laughs> I think a lot of it, like we just fall into the rut of, you know, we got bills to pay. So we, we do to. it because people rely on us. They rely yeah. on us to provide food and family needs. Uh, they need food. They need shelter. Dogs need fed. Like we fall into that system and you just. Yeah. And sometimes it's, well, I got to have that. I got to have that new car i gotta have that new boat or i gotta have always this. gotta keep up with the jones <laughs> yeah. well we went through a phase and it wasn't to keep up with anybody but i mean those things are nice i like boats and motorcycles well and vacationing <laughs> yeah. like that was our thing like every what twice a year we'd go to mexico or and just go s spend that week but I'll, even that became it was such a regulatory thing that it, it wasn't even fun anymore it, it was like we have to do this because it's a part of our our routine I, like i just i'm not anti i don't want anybody to think like anti the entire system or the government like i'm anti being told what to do and being controlled and those are those are the things that i'm not okay with i don't i don't hate the system or the people that work in the system it's just and i think for the system some people it works for some people some people are happy with you know working their nine to five or they find a job that they're truly they're truly happy at and they're truly passionate about but that's not that wasn't where we were at we were in a different situation where we were at jobs that we were were unhappy at and we needed to make a change and luckily we found ourselves in a situation where we were able to take those leaps and make some of those opportunities happen or take a, advantage of some of those opportunities i guess you could say and we kind of find found ourselves here and what the future holds we're not a hundred percent sure but it's fun or those people they think they're happy because they've never stepped outside of their box like you guys did and tried anything else or they're bound by uh maybe they have kids yeah, or family or other yeah. circumstances that they they're not in a position where they can take yep. those chances uh we we're in a situation where we were fortunate enough to be able to make that, that leap. And it, I was basing my success at Morton off of how much money I made each year. Like it, overtime turned into like a, it was a challenge for me. I, if I could pick it up, I was going to take it. There was a time in our lives where we needed it to pay, you know, to get ahead, to get out of school loans, all that. Like we, everything that we've done has always been just get out of this mess so we can enjoy happiness on the out of get this, out of this yeah. mess so we can get into another right <laughs> so, but uh that 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 became my satisfaction i'm like this is i'm chasing a dollar sign now this is not healthy this is right. not going to lead me anywhere but miserable and hunched over by the time i'm 45 or 50 because i've worked my life away right i, I i'm done chasing a dollar sign i'm we're concerned about our mental health now like we've taken physical health that's always been a priority to us uh, we got some other habits we need to kick. The, Everyone does. But outside of that, like the mental health thing is that's where we're focused at now. It, uh, I'm listening the body waves, let the ride the wave, the vibes, keep them coming. Like the, if it's positive, we're all about it. <laughs> and we're just rolling with wherever the tide's taking us right now. And it's, it's nice. It's just carefree and it's relaxing. And like you brought up that it, it would make you anxious. and at first that thought of leaping off of that job or out of that job or that field, I was like, I'm giving up all my securities. Like everything was just gone, but I, I don't moment. even think about it now. Yeah, like I don't know securities costing you. Right. It's that moment where you're running towards the edge of the cliff and you're like, I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it before you hit that free fall <laughs> moment. And you're like, 
oh, this is so liberating. But you're like, do I do it? Do I stop? I could stop anytime now. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting to see how people, different people get to that, that uh, end part of just being, hey, like this is, and we've talked about it quite a few times. What was it? The, everybody, every person has two lives. I remember the quote. No, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the second one begins when you realize you only have one. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people go through different avenues to get that, but the people that kind of get that are, I've seen have always been the happiest because it's you, you, whatever gets you to the point of this is it. Like I only got one of these. Right. We think we, you know, yeah, we yeah, can, yeah. We can yeah. talk on a lot of different things, but, but like, <laughs> I, I, as far as I know, I only have one of these and there's, it's only for a limited amount of time. Right. Maybe. I mean, really, if you take off the first, like, you know, uh, kid, child, childhood can be okay for some people. Um, but like in the end of your life, it can be okay for some people, depending on how much time you have, but like, right. you know, what, a solid 60 years of basically kind of doing what you want. Maybe it's like, so it's interesting to see like, cause my always thought was like, cause I didn't grow up with not a lot of money. I'm not saying you did, but my always thought was like, if I can have all my bills paid on time, like if I don't have any like past due bills and I can feed myself right. like decent food, like you're doing good. Yeah. I'm yeah. solid. Like that's, that's living the American dream, baby. Yeah. Like I don't have bill collectors calling me and I can buy a steak. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, we're feeling, we're, and that was always, and you like, didn't have to check the bank account before you did it. Like, yeah. And it was like, yeah, no, I got this. Yeah. Like that was always like my, my first like kind of like totem of, okay, we're, we're doing good. Yeah. And then I got there and it was like, yeah, this is, this is awesome. Like I'm not like living extravagantly right. by any means. I, I do what I can. And, um, you know, I try to do as much myself so I don't have to pay other people to do it for me. Yeah. It saves a lot of money. Um, but then it was like, I kind of got to the same kind of spot where you were like, well, what else am I doing with my life? What next? What next? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd never really chased the dollar per se. Like, sure. Like I said, if you want to hand me $10 million, like <laughs> I'll find a way to spend it. I mean, I'll probably only spend like 2 million of it and then right. I'll put the rest of it aside. So then I can do whatever I want yeah. for the rest of my life. Like I told like, I don't know if it was, I said something about, give me $1 million. Like I'm retiring. Someone's like, well, I would hope so. I'm like, no, a million dollars is not much. No, not at all. Like at 35 now, like that, if I did nothing to make money ever again, a million dollars is not much, but I bet I could fucking make it work. I could, I could stretch it out long <laughs> yeah, enough. I could stretch yeah. it out long enough or invest enough in it. Just yes. something to like, cause I don't need much, but it's interesting to see how different people get to that uh that point in their lives like do you think that was always like something that was like coming for you or is it like something just like hit you one day or someone like i mean it when i started at that job at 21 years old they offered me dollar signs i've never seen before you know it was a union job like i i just i got offered 12 or 13 dollars more than i was already making i was like oh jackpot this is in and out. I'm done. Like I will retire from this place. I will scrub toilets. And then <laughs> yeah. eight years, nine years later, I'm like, Oh my, like, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And there is a desire for so much more. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I feel like uh, if you think you have potential to do more chase it, like that's where I'm at with it. I was like, I, there is a desire to do something else with my life. I don't know what it is. But it's not this, and I've got to get out of it. And I think the only way to get out of it is to shut that door and go on. Like I, I think you don't you don't necessarily get all the blessings that you're 
are coming your way if you don't take the full initiative forward. Jump. You got to jump off the cliff. Yeah, you right. have to jump. <laughs> you got to jump. That's not... Flying Sometimes life yeah. opens doors for you and maybe you don't always walk through them. And if, that's If right. you take that statement in any way you will, but there's opportunities that life may present you and some people either can't walk through that door because they can't, they have people that rely on them or other obligations that they have to fulfill. But I think most of us doubt ourselves too much. <clears throat> like we doubt our potential to, to succeed. And I <laughs> like when you put in that position and you're like, okay, so, you know, if you decide that's where you take your career and you're like, well, can we live off of this income? If this flops, you don't even, don't worry about it. Like just take the leap and it's going to come in. People are going to support you. I left that job and within days they were knocking on a uh, phone, social media. People were going crazy. I was like, I did not expect this amount of support and business from like people I never even talked to that, you know, the, everybody has, or we all have those followers that just follow right. no likes, no comments, nothing. But the day that I posted at Fife's detailing was a thing. There was people knocking on the door. It was insane. I did not e expect that uh, that support. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it, it was inspiring to me. Um, and I will say this, no offense to you, but I don't have a vehicle nice enough. To get <laughs> and if I did, I'm just one of those people that more than likely I'm going to try to figure out how to do it myself because yeah. my brain just can't handle. Yeah. Now, her car, I'll let you. Yeah. You don't I, I, I literally <laughs> told somebody the other day, I said, uh, they were they were asked they were talking about like well how do you like how do you figure out how to do all this stuff because I do a lot of random shit yeah and I'm like well I just learn it because that's that's what I enjoy doing I love I like learning how to do new things I said plus you know I didn't have a whole lot of money so if I wanted something done like well I had to figure out how to do it myself or it just didn't get done because I didn't have the money to pay somebody to do it right I said but the one thing I do pay for is for someone to work on my wife's car because I just don't have time for that anymore I said to me like that's like a a next level like. Now that now that I can eat a steak every once in a while, now I can pay somebody to work on my wife's car because it's a burden you don't need to deal with. Yeah, because and if I and if I fuck it up, I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> so I almost messaged you the other day because I went outside, and at some point I had apparently spit out some gum that didn't land where I wanted it to, oh. and it was like down my car, and I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, all right, well, I know you can use an ice cube if you get it in your hair because it had uh, melted. Okay. It had melted down. And so I'm like, he's not home. So I'm like, shit. I could only get some of it off. And I was like, all right, I'm never going to hear the end of this. Right. So I need to figure out how to get this off of my door. But I just kept working at it, and it's not – Visible, unless you're looking at, well, or the, say, or like, the gonna, light gets on. It's the I angle. Did, I did end up telling him. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "So this thing happened." Yeah. Well, even then, she was like, well, "I think I'm gonna get a hold of Kyle and Kate, and I'm gonna have like." Well, I have said that I for said, like yeah. three months. Yeah, I said, "Yeah, do it." Like, go ahead. I'm I'm not offended that you yeah. want them to clean your car because I won't do as good of a job either. <laughs> so, well, you make it the dirtiest with your boots. That's also true. So I feel like I deserve. When I bought the vehicle, it had never been detailed. We bought it from like an auto mall. Oh, okay. So like it had, it was, they vacuumed. It has never been. They probably brought it from an auction or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it had sure. never been, it had been vacuumed, detailed. So was, I yeah. feel like I would feel really bougie. It needs some love. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd feel really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, but there is some gum on the door. That you <laughs> no, <I> see. <laughs> Don't use a Brillo pad. Hey, oh, that sounds like a terrible I, idea. Um, for most of it, I use the our gym key. Yeah, um, the plastic. Yeah, because it was plastic. Yeah. And I, 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 that'd be fine. Why, as long as it's not gouging into the other plastic, like it, it didn't yeah. really. But no, we can get that taken care of. We'll, yeah, take care. We so know. We know. Of, what all do you? Yeah, know what all do you offer? So over we, that, because I was like, I don't know what you can do, but this is kind of what I'm, what I would need. So, what all do you do? So we're doing interior, exterior washes. Uh, we can do paint corrections, uh, polishes, wax sealants, uh, ceramics. What is ceramics? I've always heard that. I don't know what that means. Uh, so the simplest way to put it right now is just it's basically an extra coat over top of your clear coat, and it like you get different life spans out of it based off of the products that you pay for. Is that kind of like clay barring? Because I've heard that term before. So like clay bar would be removing impurities from the clear coat. Oh, okay. So uh, paint correction would be like an actual like two-step buff out with a heavy grit and then a you know medium grit polish it out and then put the ceramic over top of it which it, it would it protects the uh, the clear coat uh so your clay bar is going to help remove all those impurities out of your paint like your tar and your road grime and stuff uh, okay and then the the buffing like a paint correction you can help pull some of the scratch like deep scratches unless it's all the way through the paint to your metal you, you obviously can't well there's, buff no, there's that out there. <laughs> yeah but what was actually happen when you're buffing just like do things like meld together? Is that what's happening? Like, is it heat? Like how? So there's a mixture of heat and the compounds that you're using have grit in them. Okay. And that like, if you were to take a heavy grit with a rotary to that car, you would see the swirls in it. That's right. the grit and the pads, you know, scratching it. Yeah. So basically you're scratching the vehicle to, to remove Just scratches. Yeah. And then you take a finer step over it. Kind of like out. you would with sanding. Okay. If you will, like that you take sense. a heavy grit to get your, right. your big rough stuff out it. and then you slowly refine your grit. So how do you do that though with it. the, cause the clear coat, cause there's different layers. Like, cause there's paint, there's obviously your, your metal, your primer, your paint, and then a clear coat. Yeah. So what, <laughs> but if it goes through the clear coat. So we are not paint, doing anything like that. So that you turn into wet sanding and that kind of process. We're not there yet. Okay. So your like your paint correction and your polishing, that's going to stay right on your clear coat. So if okay. you have scratches that are just in your clear, those those are able to be removed. Which is typically through. where you get your fuzziness and all the yeah. different things that you yep. it looks like it's scratched up, but yeah, okay. like that a being... lot of that sits on the top in your clear coat and you can buff a lot of that out with those different compounds and stuff. But once you get into the paint or down to your metal, then you're gonna have to get into more of the wet sanding or touch up painting. Yeah, you're talking body work at that point. Right, yeah. Where, that's a whole different bulk well, I've done some of that very poorly before. <laughs> I mean it looks good for like the first like year or so, yeah. but then once started like I realize my truck that I have, it's an older truck. But when I got it, I'm like, man, like this thing is immaculate. Like the whole under like the whole underside is like all coated and like painted yep. and like there's not like an ounce of rust on this thing. And like <laughs> I found like there was like about a year or so after I had like there was one spot in the door. I'm like, ah, oh, no big deal. Like it's not like no and now I can see as it settled, both rear panels yeah. have been cut out. Oh, they've already fixed them. They've already fixed them. And I'm like, these sons of bitches. Yeah. They said they fucking horn swoggled me. They did a good job initially, obviously, but eventually those things start working themselves out. Yeah. Once you start cutting out chunks of metal and replacing them. And like We've got a, got a neighbor who stopped over and he has a Dodge and I, I'm going to leave like uh, lots. Yeah, we'll leave it. lots and uh, car dealership lots out of it and stuff. But he right. bought this Dodge and 
they claim that there was no work done to it and you know it was clean title blah 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 well come to find out there was a bunch of work done to it and within two weeks of owning the vehicle it was all like the paint was already starting to come off of the car oh, and stuff. Like, like the paint had bubbled and like the bondo work was not done mine's well. Not that bad. And so it started. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, I can tell that something yeah. happened. Oh, Clearly yeah. you guys lied when you sold it. That's and, a bummer. Uh, yeah. I will say the place I bought mine, they were pretty, they didn't like give me any illusions or anything, but they like didn't say anything, whatever. But like it was just from a, first visual inspection right. i take a pretty good look at it. i'm like yeah it's oh, pretty clean and like it takes a couple of years like when well, i also realized at one point that um whoever had the truck before like they did take care good care of it um but like they must have like backed into something with the door open because it like oh. put that or they or they just really loved whipping the door open because like that bottom like hinge on the yep. door started like pressing in and then like mm. i started like man like the door looks funny and then i had to like start like pulling it up to like close it <laughs> And then eventually I ripped the door off and realized oh. that it had been welded. And I didn't rip it off. Oh, like, oh, I took, I took yeah. the door off. Because okay. I was like, I have to re-weld this I was like, thing. damn, no, I didn't Fred. No, I didn't actually rip the door off. But I, I realized, I'm like, all right, like, I'm going to have to take this thing off. Right. I'm going to have to weld it. And then when I realized that it had been welded before, and they did a terrible job. I'm like, sons of bitches. Like, but that's why, you, uh, some, that's why some people like buying new cars, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't run into those. Oh, um, but you had said before that you're thinking about, or maybe not thinking, maybe I'm super projecting here, but you threw the, throwing the idea around of like doing more than just that. Is that still kind of your thoughts? Cause I know you, like you had a really cool idea. That oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. So, uh, you know, we don't want to just stick with detailing. Uh, if we could get into like the automotive mechanical side of things and offer a wide range of options and uh you know lift kits bumpers every, it's crazy right now jeeps new yeah. stuff yeah we've talked about that because that sounds fun i've expressed interest in trying to learn how to tint or wrap so there's there's a number of different things that we've kind of got the clear brawl is a that's a real big thing that's coming out with uh with ppf uh, like Tesla, like it's like, I guess Tesla's paint's terrible. So the first thing they do after they buy a Tesla, they take it to a a guy who lays clear brawl and they wrap the the front end of that car and uh it's a clear wrap. Hmm. Now, now obviously if you get down, you can see there's a lip yeah, or something, right. but it's not. But uh, there's uh, we would like to take it into that that range. I don't want to just be stuck with detailing. I right. think to to have a shop that was able to offer. Uh, kind of like four-wheel parts you know you go up there and they've got the axles they've got the tie like it would be awesome to be a one-stop shop like that i think for new stuff not like fixing no but like I, to, stuff. Well, yeah. you got an engineer right so you can do all types of right, stuff right right you just gotta <laughs> by, by training yeah <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta shift the what you engineer yeah i mean right? i got a piece of paper that says i did some things but well that's what when you but first yes. mentioned I was like that'd be super awesome like because I've worked on plenty of cars and like in automotive, like maintenance is not something that's, um, is that can be a real pain in the ass. Yeah. But like, I was like, that'd be really cool. Like to be able to do like aftermarket stuff. Like that's a whole different ball game there. That'd be really neat to be able to do like the lifts and like superchargers and be able to like, Oh, absolutely. If you had awesome. a dyno and all that. Yeah, like, that'd be fun. Right. Like, but fixing people's and old fucking busted-ass Buicks. I, yeah, we don't want that. No. <laughs> and I think long-term goal is like we would love to to get to that point. Um, 
And we're just going to try to slowly piece our way there. Well, no, yes. you got to jump off the cliff. Right? I think I we mean, already jump, made that jump. Right. Now we're trying yeah. to like find. You're trying the... to find the parachute cord to like yeah. land safely. Well, <laughs> so I just, like I feel like the cord's open. We're just kind of just. We're trying to find the oh. right place yeah. to land. There you go. At this I point. It's not a squirrel suit or anything. Like we're totally, we're totally just floating. <laughs> just right. going slow. Yeah. Hey, that's all right. Though. Yeah. That's safe too. <laughs> we made the jump. Now we're just cruising from there. Well, I give you props for making the jump. So. Hey, we appreciate it. <laughs> yes, thank you. I knew it, it was inspiring to me, and that's what like. As soon as I saw it, I was like, well, you know, what's crazy it took me by surprise. Like, actually, I was somewhat surprised by the reaction no that I got. I don't post personal things either. And that was like, that was uh, that was way out of my comfort zone. I sent it to Kay and I'm like, what do you think? And because I was like, I don't think I even want to post. And she's like, post that. So I sent the post, you know, where I was sitting at my desk with the coffee cup. And uh, oh, yeah, you know, I just this is my last day here. This is my life is forever changing and I don't know if it's for the good or the worst, but we're about to find out. Did you give it two weeks and they said you uh, yeah. be done now? So I actually, I, uh, yeah, I put in my two week notice. I, I knew that they were going to be pissed off about it. So I was trying to use my two weeks of vacation that I had left as well. Right. Which pissed them off. But as a, as a union, like that, that yeah, even if it's not a union, like you should be able to use that shit. Like, and then uh paid for it so th that that upset the hr guy who has more power than i've ever like hr should not have the power hr is a scary place these days but like he had more power <laughs> than the plant manager which is weird like i've never worked in a facility where the the hr was more powerful than the plant manager of the facility like this man's word was read scripture in morton salt's book like i <laughs> And good for like I don't whatever I don't I don't want to deal with that. But uh, what was I saying again? I I got to stop doing that. <laughs> Before you left, you were it was your last day. You and, were thinking oh, about making it, that post, and he yeah. he sent it to me, and he was like, "Do I even post this? Like, does anybody even care? Does anybody read these long posts that anybody posts?" And I was like, after reading, it's inspirational. Like what what you're doing. Maybe you inspire somebody else to make that leap also. You don't know. And maybe just by putting your story out there, you change one person's life. Yeah. You don't know, but you don't know unless you try. I mean, and that's we talked about it. I messaged this. you and was like, right. fuck yes. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I saw I was like, hell yeah. Like, yeah I, I never like, would have expected it. He's actually it. It like doing what I have talked about for a really long time. And maybe, <laughs> yeah. like, it's so cool. Right. Maybe if you don't inspire somebody to go to the level that, that, that we went to with quitting our jobs, maybe just thinking about what other options are there for my life? What other changes could I make? What could I do to make my life more fulfilling? That how, was the biggest thing. I was like, how could I live? How do I break free from society's chains? If I can inspire somebody, I, you don't have to quit your job, but if it means you stand up for anything, whatever you love, like just go do it. Just find yeah. something that if you are miserable, fire inside you stop soaking in it. Like just, I feel like we just, we just bathe in, depression and everything else because we won't make the effort to move forward in life to to do whatever that that desire is just go chase it like that that was the biggest thing that i i've learned from this experience was if i'd have done that five years ago ten years ago whenever those opportunity uh, opportunities existed where would i be now right and it's not a regret thing but it's totally like i love to ponder and well, like what would what would have happened if 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 yeah, yeah. hindsight twenty twenty yeah. as always, but like you said, man, that was I knew it was when you posted that. Like, I I couldn't even necessarily place 
you know, place my thumb on it right this moment. Like, but it was one of those things where I was like, oh yeah, someone's doing it. And it's, Hey, I know that guy. And it surprises <laughs> me that he's, that he's doing it. Like, that's awesome. And you know, we were already doing even this, but like it just connecting it to myself. It was like, yeah, I have to keep doing this. Like, yeah, it, it's whatever it is. Like if you find something, keep doing it that you enjoy, like right. whatever it is, just, just find some joy in your life and keep doing it. Or, you know, believe in something. I There's plenty of sadness and anger in the yeah. world already. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Like let's, let's find some good, find something that makes us happy, that drives us, that motivates us, makes us want to get up in the morning. Makes you want to do good for the world. Like let's stop putting evil out there. Let's, let's give somebody something that they can feed off of. That's positive and not fill their, their feed with garbage. Like that was it. Like I just, she gave me the go ahead. I was like, "All right, I'm I'm sending it." Yeah, and, and we sent it, and they just got to send it. And <laughs> the, the it positive the feedback off, and I think within minutes, Cassie was all over it. Like, because well, we, I mean, <laughs> we've really focused on that in the last few years, where you realize it's like, man, like, and and even more so, it, it it's it becomes a um like an exponential increase of seeing those things and like being attracted to those things and honing in on mm-hmm. like what's the positive things because like I said there's enough bad things and there's enough bad shit and depression out there like what can we do that's good like and I, I remember like always hearing like as you get older like oh like you gotta do something good for the world and do for you know, and I was a very pessimistic person but like still it's like you realize like you don't have to be a super crazy tree hugger or whatever yeah, it is yeah. to just do something good for somebody and because it's what bad is that going to do for you none it's only going to be it's only going to be better it's only going to make you feel better and it's only going to like like the other day we went out into worcester and grabbed lunch real quick and you know you you order and then they have a tip jar and then you wait for your food and uh there were three people back there working and behind us we walked in there and there's nobody in front of us and then there was like a whole bunch of people that walked in behind us so we threw a little extra in the tip jar you know there's three guys out back there they're they're busting their tails trying to make everybody's food and make everybody happy. We came in to order and then like 10 other people just, it was like church, church just let out oh, and <laughs> yeah, lunch break. Was just it a Sunday broke. though? Or was, it was it a might Sunday. It might've been Sunday. Oh, I was going to say, it, it may be a lot funnier if it was. And I'm think. not saying it's you got to go like out there and saying. do something <laughs> like monetary. It was like church just let out. Right. <laughs> it, but it, it, it doesn't have to be, be monetary. It was just some way of giving back to these people saying, Hey, I recognize how hard you're working and well, yeah. what you're doing. And I'm a people watcher and I was looking back in the back and I, I watched all those people walk in the guy at the register turn around and he's like, it's, it's on. Like that was the words out of his mouth. (laughs) I'm like, all right, they're about to get dumped on. I was like, Kate, take this back up there and just throw it in there real quick. There wasn't like a, Hey, look what, please just go throw it in. I think anybody was even standing at the register when I walked up there. It wasn't about the amount or about that. It was just about the recognition saying, Hey, because you can't get, you know, they, they don't feel appreciated anymore. We've, it's turned into, you know, McDonald's wants $15 an hour. Now we're degrading anybody who works at McDonald's. Like, I, I don't want, everybody has to play their role in society, I guess. And we need all those positions filled and we appreciate everybody who does their job. Like, I think it makes you more conscious too. Like when you leave a safe business and now you're relying on customers uh, and maybe referrals. And so you have to provide them with an excellent service. It makes you more aware of, okay, where, is there somebody local I can buy this off of instead of Amazon is, you know, I feel like over the last couple of years, we have been more conscious about 
what can we get? And like, I'm an especially with horror. I'll be the first one to. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's nice to be able to just go pull up your phone, and go click. Two it'll, days. It'll be here in two yeah. days. But Sometimes if there's something tomorrow. you can buy locally, <laughs> right. it makes you a little bit oh, more yeah. conscious of it when you're relying on. Yeah, there are definitely local those... people to put food on. Yeah, your there's table. there's definitely those things where like, hey, if I need a coffee mug, she because she's a coffee mug whore. Yeah. Um, you were, I was gonna say, like, you're about to like attest that. I said, no, for sure. Like, all right, if we need, if we don't need any more coffee mugs, yeah, trust yeah. me. But if we did, like, it wouldn't be a, oh, I can go on Amazon and buy coffee mugs. It's, well, we know people that are, you know, are they, are they potters? Potters. Is that yeah. what? Yeah. Oh, they're handmade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're handmade. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's dope. Like, and she has a handful of, she has most of her coffee mugs now are all handmade from people around the community. Yeah. Monster, yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, that's what you love. Like, I don't. I don't need to buy coffee mugs from Amazon. No, I can find. Or just like you know, certain gifts, places like right? That. Like even if it's not something free, we made a very last year. We made a very conscious decision to buy locally mm-hmm. for stuff. Like we got Kyrie different stuff, like for horseback. Yeah, yeah okay. horseback riding lessons. Oh, that's awesome! Like you know, that's from, so cool. Uh, from from a, a girl that's she was a sophomore. Yeah, she's then, a junior right? this year. She like goes yeah, you know, takes she, horse to the fair, and yeah. like that's yeah. what she was doing. So it's like yeah, like she. I mean, she busts her. She busts her ass doing it too. I can't imagine. And the Probably prices were. Than I do. Like, <laughs> you know, we paid like fifty bucks. Yeah. Like, that's going to be so much better for her than some shit I'm going to buy on the internet for. Yeah, some Groupon like, deal. That you're not yeah. going to be able to yeah. get this year anyways. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So I think it just makes you more conscious when you're relying on local people to put food on your table. We, like all the decorating we did out or that she did outside, I'm not taking any credit for that. We, but, uh, but she was like, hey, I, I would like to avoid a lot of these like multi-million dollar farms and let's go help these smaller farms out You know, right. the, with the corn stalks and the right. pumpkins and the mums and so we're trying to do the same thing as like once you start that that small business, you're like everything you do instantly is like small business. Let's let's help these like guys. Let's feed these guys. Let's... And then you're like you see that car everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. You're giving each other the wave, mm-hmm. the car wave, the motorcycle wave. You just don't recognize it, and then oh, you're yeah. like, oh yeah, I have ones, and then you see it everywhere because you you pick up on it more. But same thing with small business. Now that you're we're small business owners, we and I've never attention to it. Consider myself a networker at all. Like I just just go through life, and if I run across you, like I I've met another acquaintance. Like I, it's never been a networking thing for me. And then this detailing stuff started opening up, and I got people pulling in a driveway that have billboard companies, and I'm like, oh, like that's really cool. You know, marketing. Uh, you know, they do cards. They little signs for your yard or what like i'd have never met any of these people or had those opportunities if i'd have never made that leap like right and then, and then things just, fall into place when you you take steps i don't if you feel motivated to move move it's move. like how rogue started right Aunt? like you know what i'm just gonna leave college and i'm gonna go help with some hurricane relief and Is that what happened here yeah, we are i just draw and dropped out of college when i was getting my first degree and i was like that's uh, awesome yeah i just i me and a buddy i was like dude just uh get in your car and let's go <laughs> we didn't have a plan we just went down there and then uh we just yeah it was good hurricane katrina so we lived down there for like three months we had like i had like 400 dollars to my name and I'm yeah i like, yeah, will figure it out dude but that's awesome though yeah. in the experience that you had you know th- yeah that's incredible did yeah. you have any training at all at that point uh no no not <laughs> at all when the, when the when the pastor of this church that we met up with was like hey you boys seem like some uh some pretty pretty strong country boys <laughs> you cut down some trees before we're like yes we've cut down some trees before my buddy and me are like dude you ever cut down trees he's like no 
<laughs> Ooh, so. You cut a triangle on the backside, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You, cut, yeah. you cut chunks out of it. So, but no, man, that just, you know. You just yell timber and watch it yeah. go, right? Yeah. That, I wish that's how it went. Yeah. Well, and now look at Rogue, right? Like, oh, geez. It's incredible. Yeah, I seen yep. Corey's post that he just bought that new piece of machinery and yeah, yeah they're doing so. And everybody sees him all over the place. And the other buddy that he he's talking about that he went down and did that with, he's a college professor down in South Carolina, and he's an art um, artist, uh, author, author. Sorry. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. And so it's just you see these people just doing these, you know, things are just when you go for it. Well, Sometimes honestly, twenty twenty one kind of seems like it's the year that everybody is like, I I felt like twenty twenty was like the breaking point like you pushed everybody to this verge and now all these people are standing there like i'm done yeah, some people and are done and do some it. people are broken yeah now at this point <laughs> some people just got broke along with because after i think <laughs> i put in my two-week notice there was two or three other people that left right after me like i i, I gave my two-week notice and my supervisor was like i feel like you're gonna open the floodgates i'm like well that's your guys's problem yeah, that's not sorry. you sh should treat people better Someone yeah, else was... resigned the week before I did, and then someone else resigned the week after I did. So it, it was. It's been a ripple effect, and Who's I. Who's coming think... with me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think... Like Jerry Maguire. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money, Jerry. Taking, taking the fish with me. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> I actually had no idea what that was. That's. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Jerry Maguire? Tom oh. Cruise at Old School. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Oh, I remember watching that when I oh, it's, it's, was it's way a great movie. too young it's, uh, to watch what? that. I don't remember how bad it was. I remember it was a great movie, though. It was um, Jerry, or Jerry, um, Tom Cruise was a, a sports agent, and he was like a starting, he, he just started out, and like he started picking up some of these like football players. And mm -hmm. stuff. 1996. Oh, so yeah. So it's a while ago. And he like basically takes five like years the- old. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. was that the year you were born? Kyle? <laughs> yeah. Born in ninety one. Yeah, have you ever heard anybody say, "Show me the money, Jerry"? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that Show me the money. I've not heard the Jerry part. But that... that's the "Show me the money" is okay. where it's from. Okay, it, his the... the was um Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Oh, was that him? Okay, yeah. He was a sports guy, and he was basically like trying to get. He's like, "Hey, Mister, you know, give me give me the money." Yeah, and he's like, "He's like, I'll I'll let you. I will hire you as my agent if you get." If you give him, pay me the money. So yeah. he's like screaming over the phone. He's like, show me the money, Jerry. He's like, scream it with me. Scream it with me. So he's like, show me the money. Yeah, that's where that came from. Okay. It's a good movie. Yeah. 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 But he, he went off on his own in that movie. So Yeah. Sorry. Did his own thing. No, no, no. We're all excited there. I, movie of my childhood, obviously. It's, it's, it's good. Man. It's like Michael Scott when he went down to the basement. Remember? And then he took the receptionist with him. She became a salesperson on the office. I don't remember that. Yeah, he had to. He had to work by himself. We don't watch The Office either. Oh, we. Okay. I didn't. That's, I a, that's a different kind of com uh, comedy. It's that it's so just, cringy. It's it's like almost embarrassing yeah. to watch, but it's like it's recreation really or part. What's Parks. the other? Parks and Rec. I can't handle that uh, that one either. I I, can, I like that one. Too. It's the dry humor. Oh yeah, see, I love that stuff. Oh, yeah, it doesn't. I don't. Have you ever watched? Have you watched Letter Kenny? Uh, okay, so that one's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, say, that's there's, kind of, no, uh, there's no yeah. funnier show ever existed than besides uh, above that one. So, um, yeah, I, don't know, I don't remember. See, uh, you just did it to me. I don't remember where we were going with that at all. Uh, movie <laughs> quotes. You guys said it. It'll ruin it. Tony? Yeah. No, the cool, the cool thing about uh, – so I was just thinking – I was going through my head and thinking back to Rogue and stuff and how it started and – I was in a little bit of a similar situation that you guys were, where I was uh, working in orthopedics, 
had a pretty cushy job making, you know, six figures and had bought my own bucket truck and was doing a little bit of that on the side. Okay. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to send it. I'm going to step away from this. And everyone's like, dude, what, what are you doing? Right. You just stepped away from like a job that people would kill to make that kind of money. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's not where I want to be at this point. It's not about that. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I need to try something different. I I see something I think I can build here. Um, and then one thing, you know, led to another, the ball got rolling. Like you said, man, I wasn't a huge, uh, I was almost an introvert back in the day, which I know that seems very weird to think. Um, but started talking with people and man, um, you know, I, I think genuine people attract other genuine people. Okay. And you know, if you can stand behind what you do and you just let your work speak for itself. Um, and that word of mouth is a, is a beast, man. It's, it's huge. Absolutely. Um, as, as well as attitude. And it seems like you guys have, you know, that collective mix of things that are going to help your business succeed, which is awesome. The other cool thing is once you jump off that cliff, uh, and I get this question a lot because, you know, we, I started the two other companies with, with Corey and I ended up bringing Corey on as a business partner and, mm-hmm. you know, you see where it is now. Yeah. Um, it's easier to take those calculated risks after you've taken that initial risk and people will see that and they'll, you know, America's a society of comfort and to do something like you did, it is very uncomfortable. And you know, one of the ways, one of the big things I see repeated in successful people are, uh, you know, putting themselves in uncomfortable situations, not dangerous situations, but uncomfortable situations. And I think that's how you get smarter. I think that's how you get sharper. Uh, I think that's how you build, you know, kind of a deeper character and find different parts of the things you enjoy, the things you're not good at and how to become better at them. And so the more and more you do that, the easier those calculated risks become. Um, and it, it just, it snowballs. And so it's, it's very cool to see you guys take that initial step and who knows, like, dude, maybe, maybe you guys will have, you know, this empire that stretches across the United States or maybe you won't, maybe you'll yeah. stay smaller, but you guys will be unbelievably happy far happier than you were before you'll get to kind of travel the united states and (laughs) you know whatever it is you want but i will say that it it becomes easier and you gain more confidence and it's easier to take those calculated risks after the initial risks that you guys made that's kind of all i could think of is that uh was it the hangover (laughs) or he's like he's like but did you die (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and when you realize oh oh i did this thing and i didn't die so yeah the whole time um, that they were saying what they were saying, it reminded me, going back to Dan, not to bring him up again, but when we were in the, the songwriting days, but it was this song, and it said, uh, I won't say, would have, should have, could have, live with no regrets. I won't say, life is too short, that's a promise, not a threat. Instead, here's the words I needed but didn't know, just go, just go. And it was oh, ta- that's badass. It, it was talking about like... How'd you remember those lyrics? Because <laughs> they were catchy. I don't know. He doesn't remember been... his own half the time. No, I, I, well, yeah, those, were, those, those were my own. But we haven't <laughs> sang that song in ever. Ever. Yeah. Just, sometimes I get in this weird spot in this podcast where I get these compartmentalized ideas. Yeah, yeah, and they just they flow <laughs> and subconsciously. So, yeah, just, yeah. and I save them to come back to because I, I want everybody to be able to talk and stuff. I feel like every now and then I just need to be like, "Hey, stop, Tony." Yeah, we just have to pause it. So what, like, Tony, what do okay. you have right now? I, I, I collect like the last five or six things, and then I'm like, "Okay, I'm going to touch on this, this, and this." But yeah, no, that song was about the same thing. It was, you know, kind of those missed opportunities that people didn't take, and it told the story of a couple different scenarios, one very similar to what you guys did. So that's cool that you were able to kind of see those the writing on the wall just go do do what's going to make you happy um and pursue that wholeheartedly well and i i felt like there was a point in my life where i like it was 
super depressed and anxious and not medicated and not suicidal, but it was weighing on me. I was carrying a burden on a regular basis. I just, I couldn't understand it. Like I tried to get medication, you know, talk to somebody and, uh, nothing seemed to help. You can only mask a problem for so long until the problem is like, we're here to stay until you decide to do something about it. And it's, I couldn't handle that, that, burden anymore it was a it was a burden on my my marriage it was a burden on our relationship uh different types of burdens uh and it, it you know this burden was uh not a burden as in like together but she's like what the you i was fucking where's this <laughs> yeah no like what are these words? i'm a hard person to deal quick, with <laughs> I, like i'm a hard person to deal with if i'm in a a situation that i can't control and it, i feel like it's a whirlwind and i like i've it's crashing. I don't know what else to do. I just, okay. Um, we're shutting down. We're not talking. We're not communicating. Like that's not a healthy relationship. And I, everything seemed to stem back to one problem or uh, one, one place one in my life. Link right. between that and I was like, I can't get away from any of these burdens until I drop what causes the burden. Right. You know, you get an infection. What do you do? You take care of the infection. There was an infection in my life I had to take care of. And I, I was ignoring it for a long time because the dollar signs were rolling in, bills were paid, and we were comfortable. We're not, it wasn't rich or loaded, you know, but we were fine. Didn't have to worry about income. Things were good, but, uh, I could, I couldn't deal with it anymore. I, I, money is not what I need to be chasing. And that's, that was the focus when we left. I'm like, I got to find something to just heart happy, mind happy, and, uh, not, easier like i you know owning a business is not easy like i think life's not easy no it's a different type of burden but it's a burden that you're doing to better yourself i guess it makes it easier or more uh enjoyable when you know that that burden is going to grow yourself your character your business you know i just needed change and that that's where we went that's all i mean that's awesome to even be able to recognize that and it's i like that the uh there was an infection in I, my life i, I like the way people think like i like i don't i don't understand my own thought process but i love that <laughs> i love to understand like your thought process your thought process how do you tick that's why we you yeah. know we text and we send so much i send so many dumb things to you just to, like <laughs> how do you feel about this i like to know what makes people tick what what's your happiness what's your trigger and not because i want to trigger them but because i like to understand somebody like i want to be on a a deep level with connection uh relationship level like it well that's what i knew honestly that's uh, uh, that's that's one thing i knew like was the first like i guess signs that i was like okay this guy there's something different about him like the like when you like just some of the conversations we've had and some of the things that uh, you entertain. And it wasn't like a, uh, there's plenty of people that have entertained the same kind of threads of ideas that we've discussed. Yeah. Like, because cons- we've just discussed them, like conspiracies and yeah. different things like that. But it wasn't like a, uh, like a really out there, like this person believes that, you know, the earth is, it's not even flat. It's actually concave or, you know, right, like, right, like, right. Ridiculous, nothing off the wall. But it's, hey, 
this is a this is an idea and like this is a thought and like you entertained it because of for the thought of entertaining it and going okay where could this lead what does this mean not necessarily that this is actually right. what's happening but like right. cuz that's it. that's how i operate a lot um and i say some off the wall shit that tony gives me side eyes a lot because <laughs> i used to joke about the earth being flat and I think for the first like six months I made that joke, he like got like visibly upset at me. <laughs> I, didn't say, I didn't say a word. Yeah. But uh, my deep my, down inside, he wanted to throat punch you. Yeah. But... Oh, for sure. He would have punched me a lot of times, but it, like, in, but in my mind, it's not, <coughs> sorry, I'm swallowed wrong. Um, I wasn't saying that I think the earth is flat. I just said, I don't know if it is because I've never actually been up high enough to see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. Like that's not me saying, yeah. The earth is flat and there's Nazis in Antarctica and, you know, like all these different lizard people right. are wearing, you know, the same lizard person is wearing a Hillary Clinton suit and a Jeffrey Epstein suit at yeah, the same no, time. Yeah, I get like, it. Yeah. You know, right. You know what I mean? Like, it was those things where like, all right, you might not want to talk a bunch back in the day or what, you might be secluded and, you know, but when we spent time with you guys, it was like, oh, like here's some people that actually are thinking these things thinking thoroughly through life and not just taking things at face value just because they should right and that's why maybe that's why i got so excited when you guys were like <laughs> fuck the system we're doing it we're, we're jump we're taking the jump and right. we're gonna go and try to live life to the fullest like it just made me happy it was super awesome no like i said <laughs> we appreciate it and it's been fun and we'll keep you updated but as we may right. fly, we may fail, but we don't know unless we try and yeah. we're excited and I, to see what the future holds. We're willing to find out. Like I, I guess that was the mm -hmm. biggest thing is we're young enough that if all hell breaks loose and we can't handle it, then we're young enough to recover from this situation. Like I didn't want to be 50, 60 years old and be like, oh, let's make a life-changing decision right now. Right. Well, let's then, spend all that retirement money and try to start a business. Yeah, and some people still do. Like, and, and, and still end up successful. Yeah. Because you took the risk. Like. If you feel motivated, I, I guess that's the biggest thing out of all of this. If you feel motivated to do something, it's time to do it. And that's one big thing that he he told me throughout my – because he never told me, like, quit your job, screw the system. It was never, like, right. we were pushing that on each other. It was just this – we could see over time how – how we each changed and how unhappy we were becoming. And it wasn't like we were, it wasn't like we were fighting. We were unhappy with each other. So it's not our relationship, but we see changes, changes in each other slowly over time. And it was like, if you need to make that change, I support you in that. And that's another thing is we were both very lucky to have each other that supported each other the way that we did throughout this whole process. But he said, if you feel something, trust your feeling, trust your gut, go with it explore that feeling live in it like i told you like i didn't want to be the person i'm like i don't want to answer for should i quit my job that's not my burden to answer like you have to be at peace with yourself when you make that decision because you could regret that decision someday like i took time and i thought about how i wanted to quit and uh when we were prepared enough to to take that step like there was it wasn't just an emotional I'm done. I hate all of it. Like, it wasn't like that. Right. Like I, I don't like to make big decisions, life changing decisions based off of emotion. Like there has to be a process and a system behind it. Like, and I'm not saying you can't make successful, uh, jumps with, <laughs> without emotion, yeah. but I, it's, I don't think that that's it probably be purely yeah. <laughs> emotion. Yeah. 
Well, like there's got to be some calculation there. Right. You know? Like my degree, it took me almost 10 years to finish my degree. That's a long time to put in to a degree. I mean, usually it's four or five years and you're done. I took almost yeah, 10 a years. A lot of people go to school for seven or eight years. Yeah, they're yeah. called doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I, I knew I was going to have to set up for you. <laughs> I did set that joking. one right <laughs> up. But, uh, Just joking. To spend a few years in the workforce and then decide that wasn't for me was a really hard decision. Uh, I had put uh, a lot into that. A lot of time and energy, schooling, money. How, how do I justify saying okay i can't do this anymore after well, i just spent all that and put i put all that into it some of that was like uh what are people going to think because you know i just left school Ooh, i just entered be careful with that one huh? i just what entered the field think? well and it, we like to think that well, we don't care what anybody thinks about it i don't honestly believe that that's true to a hundred percent like i feel like there's always a portion of us that kind of cares what For other sure. people think about us i don't care how tough or Everybody kind of cares what somebody thinks about them. And uh, she, like, that was a burden for her, where she's like, Well, are they, did I just give up? Did I, did I stop chasing too soon? You know, like, there was a lot of factors. I'm like, Kate, this is your burden. I don't know how else to tell you. Like, I, I, I will support you with your burden, but I cannot answer these questions for you. You have to be at peace with this on your own. I've got two parents who are also engineers, a brother who's an engineer. My whole family is very Ooh, analytical. That's a lot of analytical very thinking in one room. Right. Household Can you imagine? Engineers. <laughs> and I'm the same way. Like I'm here, very analytical, but I'm, ooh, that even here scares comes me. The daughter. <laughs> I just quit my job. I spent eight years trying to get this engineering degree, and I just said, forget it. I'm done. Like, there was a lot of what are my parents, what's my family going to think? Right. How are they going to feel? How did they respond? Like, how is, are they like, Heck yeah. Or? I, I waited to tell him. I didn't tell him right out of the <laughs> gate. And it wasn't like I was trying to hide it. It was just like, I'm not, I don't, I didn't feel a need to just come out and be like, hey, I quit my job to everybody that I saw. It was just whenever it comes up and it comes out, then I'll, I'll be honest about it, but I'm not just going to throw it out there. Uh, so I told him and it was very, I was very cautious with how i said what i said when i said it to him but the first reaction out of him was congratulations first thing they said that's awesome uh that's incredible we're so happy for you guys you're going to be successful good for you guys we wish you the best just an overwhelming amount of support not what we expected not at all very analytical parents they want plans like they right what are you doing with my daughter but but at the same time if they if you know they trusted us and they they saw what we were able to do and i think they also saw like as my family you know growing up with me they saw those changes in me and they saw uh how that stress was weighing on me and they even said that day that i that i told them that i quit they were like you sound so so different so relieved they probably so knew it before happier. you even did that like oh she's not something happened, happened. <laughs> yeah. something is different here but it well, was and just... you can always go get a job. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, you can always use your degree somewhere. Yeah, at the same time, you it. could always use that degree for to do something that's tied to it. Yeah. And, you know, and that's what I've tried to, because um, I, don't, I don't have any degrees or anything either. I barely graduated. Well, I graduated high school. But you're, like, you have the mechanical. Yeah. I, but my, I've talked about it before where. I graduated high school barely because that was pretty much planned. I, I like by my junior year, I was like, what's the bare minimum? Right. I'm going to do that. Um, but like cast doing all our stuff. It's like, all right, like you have all these things to 
pull from. Like you've been this, you, you have this background, you, you, you're a yoga instructor. You've been a nurse for 15 years. Like, yeah. use, you know, leverage those things. Like you don't, you're a because, jackpot. Yeah, yeah. Just because like, you have all these things doesn't mean you have to be any one of those things, but you can use the things that you've learned. You can use that degree, maybe not necessarily working for a corporation or whatever it is, but right. like, all right, this is, this is my knowledge. Now I can leverage this knowledge I have. And I can put it to use here and here and there. And like, it's that was basically my breakdown for her was like, when you decide to do this, this isn't a, you didn't lose. You didn't take an L like this isn't, that's not that situation. Like you take this and this is a learning experience. So you use these last two years that you just spent at this facility and you figure out what you're willing to deal with. What, like what kind of bullshit are you willing to take? Uh, yeah, you know, the line draw? Like, walking what? away from that job in and of itself was really hard for me, like from a pride standpoint alone. Like when I graduated college, it was in the automotive industry, which was exactly what I wanted. I loved working on cars. It was engineering. It was close to home. It was a short commute. It was home every night. It was no traveling, no work on the weekends, no overtime. Like it checked all the boxes. This is exactly we thought it was what I want. We're done. I'm like, going to retire from here. And I just found it right American out of college. <laughs> yeah. Two years later, I'm a completely different person. I'm miserable. And it, it was, it was really hard to swallow that, to say, this is what I, I want and everything I want. And it's so great. And then to say, this is not at all what I thought it was. And to have to swallow that and accept it was hard for me i think a lot of people i think maybe it's we need to change that our thinking of it's not something you have to swallow and just accept it but being able to realize it like you did and using that to go okay i've taken these steps i've learned from yeah. this you know like you said and then now i've, I've realized this it doesn't have to be an l it doesn't have to be, you know be a loss it doesn't have to be like oh i screwed up it's okay, I thought this was yeah. what I wanted until I got it. Or maybe it's still kind of in the ballpark, but I want to change a little bit. I want Because we all change. And that's like, exactly. I had to change my perspective of how I was looking at it. And I think once I was able to change how I was approaching it, and that was really eye-opening for me. And it kind of took down that barrier of being afraid to make that leap. Because I was so afraid of failing myself. Like this was everything that I wanted for myself. And regardless of what anybody else thought, I was failing at it. This was my dream and my goal. And now it's not working out. And how do I shift gears from here? What's next? What was the next plan? And then I was like, well, okay, this this dream isn't working out. So we got to find a new one. And then I opened (laughs) myself up to that. And I left off the edge. And look at us now. And I'm not saying we're like crazy well off or whatever, but I would say that we've, we've found some sense of happiness that we didn't have. That before. was the look at us. Yeah. It was yeah. not, not like, Oh God, like we're just killing. No, it was, not at all. But the happiness, we the found peace. what we were looking for out of making that. What, what, what do you have left at the end of the day? If you, if you're not happy moving through life. So, and I told you like last week we was her first official week off and right. we loaded up the dogs and Wednesday we went to the dog park and we spent, an hour and a half at the door. There has been so many things that we've been able to do that I haven't been able to just do. How hard is that? Because I, I can only imagine there's still like in the back of your head, like, like the time thing, like where you can just, Hey, we can, we have time to do whatever we want. Like, and to, to it's not just weird. be not to be like, I'm a busy oh, body. Like- <laughs> so it, it, it definitely eats me up, but, uh, it's helping me switch gears to, yeah, yeah yeah i think like, it almost makes you slow down some in life and that that sounds weird that's to been say a big thing. but you 
it makes you focus on other things like your family or and whether your family be your pets or kids or your parents or friends whatever your family is it forces you to kind of be more in that moment because you don't have all the other stuff going on all the other stresses all the other worries right (laughs) and my can be in the moment and live in that moment and enjoy it my best friend uh they just had a a baby what three months ago four months four months ago and she was in the hospital last week for four or five days and uh it was saturday two weekends ago and he called us up and he's like hey what are you doing and he's like i could use some help i'm like let's get you out of the house now she was in the hospital so he's got a newborn baby you know three months old he's got their five-year-old that he's adopted and uh she mom's gone and like i guess do you have is there a uh when Cass isn't here does the house tick different the house wasn't ticking like it was She's supposed looking to be like she wonders oh. does it does it go any different um not that you do a bad job but like mom's gone mama's gone like, yeah i think we I, we've had a this how we this household ticks a little different okay in general <laughs> well so kind of, well kind of like how we talked about right when you guys got here obviously off where and i've said it before on the show before like we probably parent a little no we we parent different than a lot and we probably uh, like say things and like give a little (laughs) more knowledge to our child people would probably disagree with that because but we 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 try to go off the situation and, and how it like instantly not instantly but as it changes like we like to fluctuate. We don't want to have like strict, like, oh, well, this age you do this and this age you do this. We'll tell you at 12. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, and, and until you're 16, you know, the, um, what is it? Whatever the bird is that delivers babies. Like, <laughs> stork. stork. Yeah, the stork. stork. Thank you. Yeah. Bald eagle. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, like, like I said, like, if, if you're old enough to ask the question, you're old enough to it's get the answer. Time to answer. So, yeah, I think we, we, um, and we haven't always had that kind of relationship with each other. Um, you know, we've kind of grown because we've been together for it's probably going on sixteen years now. 16. Yeah, so it's you know we've changed a lot, but yeah, I, I, you yeah, know, yeah, there's definitely like I think we've intentionally done that where it's hey we we want to, and that's fine if you know the dad wants to play a traditional dad role, mom, whatever it is, whatever anyway situation. Yeah, that's, absolutely, that's situation. absolutely. But we've tried to be very fluid with like roles you know, and with roles and everything like she you know she doesn't mow the grass real well but she'll do it but if she, yeah do it yeah she'll do it if she needs to but Absolutely. like so i'll do it normally yeah but other than that like i'll do dishes like yeah i cook like and she does you know yeah. she does all the different things that she takes the trash out like all those stupid yeah like, so it's we, we try to be fairly fluid but yeah, i think what kyle meant more was just that like our friend he when he met his now wife she had a daughter already so he he had never been a parent before and so he's learning with her child how to be a parent and then he just had a they just had their first child together four months ago and so his wife is very used to getting the girls clothes together the night before packing lunches that kind of stuff and so she goes into the hospital and now he's like (laughs) yeah I got to get the girls bathed. I got to get them yeah. ready for school. I got to get myself to work. I got to get them fed. And so he's just taking, it was a new role for him and right. he was stressed out, but we were fortunate enough to be able to say, Hey, let's take the day and go spend with them and spend with the girls. We'll help them with the, the kids. Yeah. And- like, we were never in a situation where we were able to like 
throw it up and just go help. Like it it was an awesome feeling to just be able to get him out of the house, clear his mind. The kids were able to be distracted by, you know, somebody else other than the person they're trapped in four walls with all the time. It gets good for, you know, it's good for everybody to just interact and socialize. And I don't, we're not doing enough of that anymore right now with all this other crazy I don't scare COVID, whatever I but we're not socializing. Like we're we're shutting down, and yeah, I don't. That's not healthy, and especially for like I, I'm an I'm a heavily heavily introverted. Like I prefer to just I like the seclusion. It doesn't bother me. And Kate's like, we gotta go, we gotta get outside. Yeah, I'm like, let's get out of the house for a little. He's babe, like, I'm still yeah. charging. I'm, yeah. st- I'm still charging. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I mean <laughs> for four days still <laughs> yeah. charging. Well, we like, uh, I've we made the joke right when everything started. When it was like we were sitting on the couch, you know, doing wine with DeWine at, you know, 2.30 <laughs> or whatever it was. And it was like, all right, like. And That's then, awesome. Yeah, we were talking about the, you know, like people being isolated. It's not good for them and whatever, like especially single people and, you know, how people are. It's like, it was like, ah, like, but then like thinking about it, like I can see how some people that are very extroverted, um, you know, they, they don't have that. Right. You know, and it was like, we looked at each other and we were both like, you know, I really like you, but like, if I was just here by myself, I'd be okay. Like we'd be, we'd be fine. But at the same time, like we still like that interaction, like yeah. obviously now we do this. So like, but this is, so that was like my... one day a week where it's like, we have all this and it's like, all right, I need a couple days to like, so that was my thing was, <laughs> I was like, I can, I can get way too comfortable with this and I can completely just start shutting down. Yeah. Like, and I, I feel like my talking is all like my social skills like it's <laughs> declined to a certain degree it has because i i've not been You're forced not practiced i'm not You're a little rusty Kyle got to the point of just grunts like yeah. if yeah yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. You're like yeah, okay. that's exactly how we were i was i was laid off even though i'm a nurse but we yeah, closed that. down well we cl- i went at a clinic and we weren't allowing any patients to come in oh yeah so then now in what the do you beginning. do like we don't there's nothing for us to do. And so I was part-time. So they were like, yeah, you are laid off. And I spent what, like, three weeks, not even knowing if I was going to make, yeah, if, you were if I was going to even get unemployment. unemployment. Or anything like that. Yeah. But after like the first week, we we're like, this <clears throat> is fantastic. You said like how you just, there's nothing else to focus on. It's just here. And like we talk how you had to ride a bike. You yeah. take all the yeah. distractions right. away. Yeah. There was just so many things. I'm like, wow. Like, I enjoyed cleaning the house. I painted two rooms in the house. I fucking hate doing that normally because it's just something extra to right. do. But it's another thing on the list. Yeah. On was, a list that's already overflowing. Yeah. yeah. So it's just. But you take away all that other stuff and it becomes not not so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I, like I spent the entire summer out there with my nephew. He spent the entire, what, five, six weeks with us of yeah. July yeah, what, through, right around July. I don't know, before July, after July, but somewhere in there. we were, if we had vehicles coming in, we were out there hand-washing together. Like, <laughs> it, it, he spent those four or five weeks with us, and he goes home, and he's washing the neighbor. We live, we grew up on a dead-end road, and his his mom bought a house right in front of our uh, parents' house. Your childhood home. Yeah. So, it's a dead-end street, but he's washing all the neighbor's vehicles now. Like, he's... <laughs> And he's out there posting videos, wash this car, what the car is. <laughs> That's awesome. Like he's Interior, mimicking exterior, everything. Like he's got his own little business going. <laughs> got to be just like Uncle Kyle. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. But it, those, it was an experience that I've, I've not gotten to have with him. Like he's right. eight, nine years old now. And that was the first time in our lives where we 
spent that entire time just buddies hanging out. Like, I, it's a big deal to me. Yeah. Like, there's it's invaluable. You can't those memories and the bond. You you truly can't value that. Right, and it doesn't take a pandemic for to happen once you realize it yeah. now it's like because mm-hmm. i even um tony he's been a kind of a let's say i don't know if a wanderlust is a strong word but internally you've kind of wanted to be <laughs> he's I moved mean, gone around all over the place but like sorry go ahead. no yeah i mean yeah to a degree and i mean i obviously with the jobs i do like i still kind of am on that is true wanderlust <laughs> is some degree but like i know like i just planned like this year kind of the same thing i was like you know what like I reconnected with my sister and it was like, you know, I'm just going to, I have vacation, you know, because I still worked at the corporate room, <laughs> but I have vacation. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well use it for something. So I'm right. like, you know what? I'm going to go down. And I found out that my sister lives not far from, uh, his buddy, the author and the guy who went down the, yeah. So I'm like, and he's talked and I've met him once and he's been on the show and I've read his book and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know what? Like they don't live far from each other. So I'm like, I'm just going to take some days off. I'm going to go down there and Make we're just going to go see people. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, and see like my nieces and nephews that I haven't seen in two years or three years or four years, whatever it is now. It's like, why not? Right. Go and do something instead of, you know, I, cause I'm a, I'm a vacationer. Like I'd like to take a vacation and just sit on my back porch for a week and stare off into nothing. Like yeah. that sounds like a great time to me, but you realize just that interconnection with people that, it's important. Even though, even though you don't necessarily want it, because I can totally connect with you like we're isolated. I'm cool with being isolated. Yeah. It's nice. Fred said to me today, he, I don't know if he was looking at the calendar, and he goes, man, you must really love me. And I said, why? And he goes, we have Kate and Kyle all day today. They're going to be hanging out. And next weekend, Chad and Mandy are going to be here. That's two weekends back to back where you're like socializing. And I was like, <laughs> I know. Don't expect anything out of me the Sundays. Like, because it is my, and I, I like it. Yeah. But it's that I have to recharge. Yeah. And I have to recharge here. Like, at your own pace. It, yes. And <laughs> like, I mean, I can still socialize with them. Right. But it's, I only have so much energy. Right. And it can be filled with the greatest people of my life. And I still, if you need me to do it again, I need to. I need to recharge here. I got to build my reserve back yeah. up. It is. Yeah. It's so crazy. I'm a NICAD battery, not like, lithium. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to charge. Plug me in. Yeah. Fill that capacitor bank. Yeah. Ooh. I'm using electrical terms yeah, on us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, where are you going from here? Honestly, we don't know. Like, I, I told you we keep getting this crazy idea of uh just selling the house because people are paying 30 40 percent over market right now we could walk away with a decent chunk of cash oh, yeah. and go buy an rv and literally just travel the world for a couple years like that the more i keep saying it the more that it sounds, that sounds good. yeah pr- more appealing just get you a good manual on the rv so yeah you know how to fix it yeah <laughs> well maybe down. we'll just we'll bring you with us so you can fix it oh there we go. you like oh. to fix everybody else's cars and- yeah well I, we've talked about that too i think it, <laughs> i mean it just sounds super awesome um that's one thing that we've we kind of and i'll even say it kind of like selfishly reflect on as getting married super young and having mm-hmm. a kid fairly young that you know our kid would be 18 when i'm like 42 43 yeah so now like i used to think 43 was really old but now that i'm 
really close to being 43, I'm like, oh, you know, I still feel pretty good. Yeah. Like by 43, unless something crazy happens, like oh, right. 43 is not, that's not too bad. Like we could, like if, if we set ourselves up, you know, being, having a business or particularly if, as long as the internet, Bitcoin you know, just, yeah. As, yeah. Or as long, and as long as like the internet, like <laughs> keeps working and you know, like, and the country doesn't completely collapse. Mm -hmm. Like we could be 45 completely debt free. Smooth traveling sailing. around and just doing the business you know whatever we wanted and occasionally you may have to just go hit lows up for six months in a certain area just to make enough money to yeah, go or something like, like I mean, we would we would just come back to this area because she has oh, a lot okay. of family here yeah and obviously well it depends on i guess it depends on if our you know our daughter moves somewhere yeah because she wants to be i don't think she wants to be like an actress which i don't know how well that'll work out for her, but singer babe singer. she wants to be a performer that's true i don't <laughs> Well, that's a different topic for a different day. But either way, you know, go chase your dreams. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We just travel around. I don't know. Maybe Tony will make all his money and he'll quit all his just jobs and we can just start playing music and touring around and different, different things. You know, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's not too far away, man. <laughs> See? But there you go. Honestly, just taking as it comes right now, you know, we, uh, I would like to get out of the garage eventually. That's becoming a nuisance. We'd like, we like to park in the garage <laughs> right. and we can't park in it when there's vehicles there. So that that's a bit of a burden at the moment, but it's a good burden to have. Like, I don't want to sound like we're complaining. Right. People are coming in and we appreciate it, but I would like to be in out the of the house. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we've never had to deal with that because I've had way too many hobbies. It's where the garage has always been just, I've never parked in a garage. <laughs> I have a, we have, we have a three car garage. Yeah. <laughs> And you still never parked in it because I have so all because like I have all my stuff, all my tools and all my things there just fill up the garage. <laughs> I had heard somebody say that this is one of the only countries that people will literally pay two or three thousand dollars for a home with a two or three car garage and pack it full of junk and leave their 40 or 50 thousand dollar vehicle sit outside. Yeah, I've never like I never thought about it that way. I don't until think he, he was calling your your stuff that you have in there. Oh, oh no, no, not at all. Oh, I definitely yeah. don't have a forty fifty thousand dollars. But it it was just that we will literally, you know, we'll go out and oh, buy yeah. these expensive vehicles, leave them set outside, so that we can store the junk that we won't throw away, no. or you know, whatever. We just keep collecting. Yeah, yeah. See, mine's not like that. Mine's not junk, but I totally see people that do. There's that at least yeah. a fourth of it full of Amazon boxes. For well, yeah, sure. But, yeah, but you gotta have <laughs> uh, fire starter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get rid of that That's easy. True. But mine's all like, I realize because when I was young, I used to like collect tools, not collect them, but like I would be like, oh, I gotta do this job. Well, that means I have to have this tool. So like, Branches I remember it was and... shortly after after we moved here, and like I organized the garage, and I looked around, I'm like. This is like a 60 year old's garage. Like I have enough like collected tools and things and everything. I'm like, Jesus. Like, but if something comes up, if like, so, like, you know, a water pipe fails or I need to fix a drywall or I need to break line. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or like I need to fix a car or a, you know, I ripped out our deck recently to do some stuff like, oh yeah, I just go to my garage and grab the tools. Bro, it has saved us a lot. Here's the real litmus. Do you have uh old Folgers cans or Maxwell where you keep your <laughs> screws in your head. 
I have say one. Yes. I have every one. every, say every yes. sixty year old has, I have has a, that in his shop. I have a bucket or two of screws and bolts. Yes, yes, I do. And they're just random, right? Like it's not. Yeah, I yeah. tried sorting them the other. Yeah. I Did tried you have sorting Kyrie last try year. Them? Yeah, she, and then them? now they're just in a bucket of random like. That, dude, you gotta you gotta transport them into the coffee can though. That's yeah, a, maybe that's, that's what it is. Well, I used to have like them on like slider. It's Folgers. Yeah, yeah, that's maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Well, also I have knife stuff too. Like half of my garage is knife equipment. Yeah. So. In a golf simulator. Yeah, and a simulator in the other one. Oh, you do have that, don't you? Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I have it's I have a lot of hobbies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's like, fucking asshole. <laughs> and that's why hobbies. we can't park in the garage. That's why we yeah. can't park in the garage. Yeah. But you know, I do hear coworkers talking about they had to have somebody come in and fix this in their house or this in their house or you know, this was four thousand dollars. And I'm like, Your husband can't fix that? Because that's all I know. You just are used to, and my dad was the exact same way. Right figured it out like i don't we've never had somebody in here to repair something in our house and yeah i guess we haven't huh? ever even when we we decided even when we were in the old to, house yeah and even when we decided to put the pool in i was like ah uh, no 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 do it i will That's... pay for absolutely every single service that somebody can provide that i cannot provide because i will be upset that it's not done perfect like yeah, I, I will no, pay that. Trying to replace that sink in the kitchen that one time. <laughs> okay, so we like we've gotten into a couple <laughs> projects, right. and we're like, "This is why we don't do projects." We're in together. way like, over our heads. Yeah. You need that reminder every yeah. now and then. Yeah, no, I could see that. That was probably the pool. The pool worked out honestly for like the first six months of having the pool, and the only reason that I was able to have the pool, thanks to the pandemic and the government handing money out. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I remember to like all the way to like the next spring when I opened the pool back up, it was like, all right, is it going to blow up? Is it ready? Is it going to, is it going to crash? Like every single winter storm we had, I'm like, all right, how's what's, this play out? <laughs> how's this play out? Yeah. Like what's going to break? Like we're going to destroy this. We've enjoyed it for two summers now and it's mm -hmm. still standing. So <laughs> for now, it was a, it was a day. It was putting yeah. those sides we, out. I say we installed one. Uh, I was still in high school, and uh, I was like, I'd never do that job again. Like we had to sand out there, trying to smooth it out and get the liner in and make yeah. sure that it was flat. The like, liners are real pitch yeah, to do. A, that's above terrible. Pull the liner. Yeah, that's terrible. It's, I had, I um, I remember when I was a kid, we we had an above ground pool, and it was. My dad's very similar in that regard. Is I, or I, maybe I'm very similar to him. Rather, yeah, he does. Like he built the house um, that I spent like my real young childhood in, like him and his buddies. Okay. Like, literally dug the basement, laid the brick, everything, like dug the well. He rented equipment to dig a water well. Yeah. And so he did all that. Um, but he's like set this pool up. And then at one point, a trailer got like f came off the hitch and went through the side of a pool. Mm. And it was, uh, Yikes. It's, a bad, it's a bad day when you have like 30,000 gallons of water, yeah. like spraying all over your place. You're like, what are you going to do about this? I don't know, but you don't, you don't mow for two weeks either. Yeah. It's I, honestly it's just, the rest of the summer. Cause you just burned out the yard. So you just yeah. get to stare at that nice brown spot. In the yard. <laughs> That's what we talked about having like a yard here for a long time. And it was like. There's just too much work. I got way too much stuff going on. I yeah. stopped mowing like a third of my yard. Cause I was like, what am I mowing all this damn grass for? Like, I'm just going to plant trees and let right. it turn in the woods. Like this right. is too much mowing. No. My parents, I think two years ago, spent like a ton of money redoing all of their landscaping on their house. And Big then money. like six months ago, 
that big oak tree. They've got this huge, massive oak tree in their front yard, and it, it keeps getting into the sewer line oh, right. that You're runs out to, to the house. Well, it finally got bad enough they had to actually dig up the whole line and replace it all the way from the house out to the street, oh, tear no. up the whole street all the way across. So they had to dig up the concrete and re-pour concrete through their street. Like, that was how extensive the job was. But they had just done all this all this landscaping. Like, re-turfed and everything. Like, they came out with, like, the liquid oh, sprayer. Sprayed the grass. You know, the yeah, like, it was the good stuff. And that's and, why I have thistles in our flower yeah, beds. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but they came out with the good stuff and had to tear it all up within a year. And they said it's a mess now. Like, oh, it's no. just a disaster. And you that's can't so redo the, like, the spread. You can reseed it. They they want to sell their house in the spring, oh, and so it, they're okay. like, we can't wait to spray seed it again. We have to uh, sod it. Jeez. Well, that's a problem. Not like you said, like buying a house and doing the RV thing. Yeah, like, which is a phenomenal idea because, like, we had it was before this the property values around here started ticking up, and I feel like someone one of the, someone had a realtor or somebody like mentioned to us like, oh, you could you know you could sell your house for like. You know, have you gotten on? Have you ever like twenty five percent more than what you bought it for? Like you know, but yeah, great. But where do where, we go? Where am I going to? That's our issue gonna live? right now. Is like, yeah. what? Well, and then an RV. Well, <laughs> so the other issue is like my solved. my yeah. mom stays with us still. Like oh, right. you know, she lives on the other side of the house, and I'm like, I could move this house in a heartbeat. I like I, we put it on the market; it would be gone in oh, a minute. Yeah, but I I like I can't just be like, hey, we're out. Yeah, sorry. 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 Yeah. Like she could stay with my sister, but I like that. Their house isn't built for that situation, so I like I can't just roll right. out and expect. Hey, you've got like two week notice to figure out what you, notice, to Mom, figure sorry. out what you're doing. You're evicted. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, if we could sell that house, just get her a trailer, and then you, she you could attach the trailer onto the RV, and she <laughs> <laughs> you get the camper side. Yeah, yeah. the toy hauler. She's a small yeah. lady. Oh yeah, yeah she, she'd fit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if she'd be. Happy Let's just be one of those deal. RVs pulling a camper. She'll have the camper in the back. We'll have yeah. the RV right, in the exactly. front. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted a van for a long time. You know I the keep, vans that you can just yeah. you gut and you have a you have a refrigerator and you have a bed and oh, like the Express van, like yeah. the Chevy yeah. Express yeah, or like the awesome. Astro or yeah yeah and, and it's just so redoing cool. it. Yeah, who was um Chad Bueller? Chad Bueller. Yeah, he had who a video. Owns- because he, he's does he still he doesn't he own Vitruvius? Studio Vitruvius, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the tattoo shop. Yeah. yeah. So he has like a thing like that. He's like a, he's like big into photography and stuff. So he's traveled around a bunch and like he actually had. They bought it, awesome stripped work. it, and put yeah. it on like he had insulation and yeah, like yeah, those, can do all kinds. Oh, of those things. Overland vans are sweet. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It'd be super awesome. I we like seen a TikTok and they had bought a an old U-Haul and completely gutted it. And turn it into like this uh, safari, off road. Like they put tires on it and everything. Like this thing was dope. Did the inside with a bed, you know, mini kitchen and stuff. I'm like, Kate, Kyle needs to stay off TikTok and stop watching these yeah, videos. That's a lot of work, though. Well, I'm not saying or I'm doing it. I will pay somebody uh, else to do it. No, Bitcoin. After, after we <laughs> sell the house for forty yeah, percent oh, more than it's worth right oh, now. Yeah, you could build a badass bus with that. Yeah, I've always wanted to get like a school bus, but you can't go off road with that. Well, you could go many school bus. No, you you can. Yeah, I actually, I actually saw one that they converted to like a dually, full, like full off road mud tires, uh, six wheel drive, some forty fours. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. what kind of gas mileage? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Three miles to the gallon. Yeah, yeah. miles of smiles. <laughs> 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 oh, 
That would be awesome though. Just yeah, the hard part. I feel like the hard part though is like to drive around. Like, to where do you park it? Like, to find a places that truck you can... stops. I guess. I guess so. I don't like. That was my first thought. Or national parks. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess you're talking like a a giant Twinkie. I was thinking like short bus or Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you get a short bus and throw some tires and redo the inside. Yeah. You do. I feel like who was it? Um, I feel like I heard a podcast with uh, Tom Green was doing that. Really? Yeah. He like he got like one of those. It was like a. It wasn't like a bus, but it was like a big van. Yeah. And he retro. He. I think it was like a company that did it for him. But he actually had a. Uh, I want to say he had like podcast equipment and stuff in it, and he had like a satellite that he was able to like travel do him. like do that and like because and do a podcast out of it and travel around and I'm like that'd be. People do it with school buses too, like old that's school buses. That's what we're talking about. Well, we kind of were. I just meant school. Oh, yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, you look kind of creepy though, with just like blacked out windows driving oh, around totally. a school bus. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, or it's like, is that a prison bus? <laughs> well, you, you would have to paint it. You'd or have to you'd paint have to it. Put some <laughs> curtains on it. <laughs> Leave the district school down the side of it. And everything. That'd be weird. Yeah, no. <laughs> Doesn't Tim Pool have one of those vans? Oh yeah, he no. does. He got one of those too because well, that was I think he got it right around COVID. Yeah. If you go down a little further down Route 3, we can buy an ice cream truck. Ooh, that's uh, creepy. That, have you guys seen it? That, <laughs> it just, <laughs> have you guys seen it? That little, uh, it uh, used to be like the the coupon store. You know, they used to have all the, the sign out front that told you they had like umpteen millions of boxes of cereal and stuff on Route 3 on the left-hand oh, side. Is it like a bulk food store? Oh, what is out there? Right before Hunting Road. Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, they're a car There's dealership a, now. Yes, that yeah. is a car dealership <laughs> yeah. now. They used to do. Like, it was like discount groceries. Yes, <laughs> and it was like I am not going into your house for right. discount groceries. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on there, but it is not kosher. That was sketchy. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, couponing though. Like she had. Yeah, like, it was. So I feel many... much more comfortable if they're selling cars now right. for whatever reason. Right, <laughs> but there's an ice cream truck there. We could totally flip. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I'm gonna have to look for that next time I go by there. It's sitting yeah. back in the back by the garage. Oh, do they have like a? <laughs> it's creepy. creepy. It's definitely creepy. Like, like you see it all the way back there. Did you like stop? He's thought about this for a minute. <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's a there's an ice cream truck. He's been wanna... waiting to break it to you. This is, <laughs> yeah, that's, that is the first I've heard the, of this ice cream truck yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> that's Dude, not a big... what if you did uh, like a THC CBD psilocybin infused ice cream oh, for adults? Jesus. You just hit the jackpot. You'd have dude. to have some kind of like lawn chairs that like pop out of the side so they yeah, can just kind of absolutely. like sit here. Like kind of like Columbus where you go down and buy that like bike and you guys can pedal or whatever. What is that? The party. It's like a party yeah, bus. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but you put lounge chairs on the back of that and just let them. Yeah, I feel like you have to have some kind of space, yeah. some safe space for people after you seatbelt up with yeah. TSC and so yeah. seatbelt. Yeah. Recliners. So you, so you don't fall off the face of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> You have to put a, a nap maximum amount of time, like max 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. But it's mobile too. And then you just pair that with our uh, brewery slash dog park. And then you just check all boxes. That's Puppies, beer, THC, and, yeah. <laughs> and psychedelics. Sounds like a good day to me. <laughs> I like it. It's a really good day. Just figured, figured everything out right there. The whole world figured out. Solved. Solved. Figured out. Problem solved. Done. Good. Everybody would probably be a lot happier. It would be if everybody smoked or had some kind of or some form of THC. Probably, I think there's some people that don't or, deal with or it mushrooms, or mushrooms, or whatever yeah. it is, or, CBD. Beer, or their dogs. Or yeah, or their right. dogs. Yeah, I, honestly, whatever your fix is, yeah. just get it. Just <laughs> yeah, get it. Like, it everybody's got a fix. But yeah, as long as it's not an unhealthy amount yeah. to fix it. Constructive, yeah. constructive, uh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I can see you guys are at least constructive and, and the progress you've made and that's super inspiring to me. Yeah. Thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I don't know how better way to really end it than like just it. appreciate the uh, inspiration and best of luck to you. Oh, wait, first, oh. um, Kyle, we, I did put your, um, Instagram up that you could see on YouTube for a hot minute, but where can they find you if someone's not on, um, YouTube watching this? Not on YouTube. We can go to Facebook. Uh, the page is Fife's Auto Detailing LLC. Okay, and the same on Instagram as well. And it's the same on the Instagram. I'll make sure yep. to link it all in the in the description and whatnot, and they just get a hold of you whenever. And yeah, then... absolutely. Send messages, call, text, uh, Facebook DMs, whatever, whatever's easiest for you. We're taking it all. So there you go, folks. Slide in the DMs. Slide if you need in. A clean car. <laughs> For a clean car. <laughs> For a clean car. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, check out the website, chronic-curiosity.com to join us at the forum, have some fun, interaction, pick you up a comfy t-shirt, or if you just want to support the show and donate, all that is on the website as well. Thank you. Until next time. See you.